every single one of us has a personal brand. Your personal brand helps really bring forward who you are and how you present yourself to the world. And what that personal brand says about you can really make or break whether someone chooses to want to do business with you or not. In this episode, we're going to explore how to bring your personal brand to life using the power of photography. We're going to talk to Prue Aja, who is a photographer who has got an incredibly special and very magic skill when it comes to bringing people's personal brand to life through the camera. Prue's going to tell us a bit about how she helps people shine in that way and also give us some practical tips on how we can ensure to get photographs that really represent who we are to the world. Don't go anywhere. If you're trying to promote your brand but stuck finding the right words, this is the podcast for you. Get your weekly inspiration on all things storytelling, creativity, branding, and so much more. I share inspiring stories, as well as tips and tricks on how to make your words work out in the world. And if you like free stuff, I've got you covered there too. Head to therightremark.com to steal my marketing secrets. You're listening to The Right Remark Podcast. Prue, thank you for coming on to the show today. Hi, Vanessa. Thanks so much for having me. I'm excited to be a part of your podcast. Prue, can you tell me a bit about how you got into photography? When did you know this is something you wanted to do for a career? Well, I think it goes back over 30 years to when I was about two years old. And um, there's a photo of me with my very first camera. And I used to get myself toys and put them in the houseplants. It was the 80s. So there was a lot of houseplants. And I know that trends back in. And I was really inspired by National Geographic and wanted to shoot animals out in the wild. So that's when my passion first began. And then growing up in Byron Bay, I used to take my friends down the beach and do fashion shoots and portraits of them in nature. When it came to finishing school, I was like, oh, you know what? The photography industry is so competitive. It's very male dominant. I'm too scared to do that. I'm going to study fashion design instead. So that's how I ended up becoming a stylist. I worked in Sydney in fashion PR for a very short period and met all these amazing stylists. And I was like, well, that's what I want to do. So within a short period of time, before I knew it, I was working alongside some of the world's best photographers in Sydney and then got offered a job at Condonast in London and was over there styling for magazines and big advertising campaigns. And when it got to my mid-20s, I stopped for a moment and I was like, hold on a minute, I've come this far as a stylist. So I think it's my turn to jump ship and get behind the camera. And that's when I really decided, okay, let's do this. I've magnetized towards it my whole life and and moved to Melbourne to study at RMIT, which is one of the best photography schools in Australia. So can you share a little bit about your process? How do you go about capturing someone's personal brand on camera? So when I first start working with a new client, I love to find out as much as I can about who they are, where they've come from and what their vision is for their business or their career dreams. And that way I can really understand who they're actually talking to and get a sense of their vibe and their energy, which I can then translate into photos. A part of that process, once I get to know them, is we create a mood board to understand the aesthetic and style. And I also go through a series of questions to find out a bit more about their personality, 
what kind of clothes they like to wear, where they spend their weekends and what their actual work process is as well. And from there, I put together a brief and this includes things like a color, a style guide, which has their color palette, clothes to wear, hair and makeup references, and a shot list of exactly where the photos are going to be used. If they're going to have a banner image on their homepage of their website, or if they need 10 really powerful shots to be used for their PR and media kits, they can send that off to a magazine and get their interview published or their story published. The biggest part of the process is actually the pre-production and the planning before the day of the shoot. And then that way, when it comes to the day of the shoot, we both have exactly the same vision. We know what the plan is for the day, what they're going to wear. Once they receive their photos, they can then slot them into their website and feel confident in sending them out and putting them out into the world through their social media. Why do you think photography is so important, Prue, when it comes to a personal brand? Like I know for myself personally, visuals, and I actually often say this to clients as a marketer myself, that your visuals and investing in good visuals make such a difference to your personal brand and and your professional brand. What's your take on that? Well, we connect with people in today's world online. That's the first place we find out about them. And it could either be through Instagram or LinkedIn. And the first thing you're going to do on both of those platforms is see their photo. And you can see how passionate or professional someone is simply by looking at that photo in the first split second. You can go, we automatically make judgments of they look like they've been in business this long, they present themselves well, or they're quite messy and they just have a photo of themselves from the races. Like you want to know if you're working with someone who's taking themselves seriously or not. So it's the number one thing, really. They're going to see your photo first and then they're going to read your bio. So you want to be able to grab someone's attention and allow them to feel connected to who you really are through that image. Absolutely. That's so true. A picture really does paint a thousand words. We can be so shy in front of the camera, right? (laughs) About getting our photograph taken. Yeah. So working in fashion for a long time and with models, they are amazing in front of the camera. And it's almost actually easy to photo. Well, it is pretty easy to photograph a model because they actually do all the work. And I love the challenge of getting someone in front of the camera who, well, the most common thing my clients say is, I hate being in front of the camera. I feel so uncomfortable. I don't know what to wear. And they're literally terrified. So I like creating that space where they can truly feel comfortable and I can deeply connect with them so they can almost forget that they're even in front of the camera and really be themselves. And that's why really love what I do and have that. I feel like it's a little bit of magic that I have that I can share with people. It was my gift to be given in this world. And yeah, I can really create that space and celebrate people. Yeah. And it's amazing that you can do it as well. I remember on our photo shoot, the couple of photo shoots we've done together, I absolutely hate getting my photograph taken, but you do have that ability to really Yeah, just help people feel relaxed, I think, to be able to really let themselves and their own personality shine through that process. Thank you. At the moment, I guess I'm conscious that some people listening, if they own a business, may have been economically impacted by everything that's going on in the world and may have um, 
less financial freedom to maybe be able to invest in things like photography. Do you have any tips for people who were looking to DIY in terms of their photos of how they might go about that to still be able to create quite a nice professional looking photograph? Yeah, so we are lucky in today's age that our mobile phones take incredible photos. So when you haven't got a photographer there to take photos of you, you can still utilize the amazing technology that everyone has in their hands. And the most important thing to do is look for the light. So you want the light to be on your face. I cringe when I see people taking photos in front of a window when their back is to the window. So they might be wanting to show an amazing view, but you need to remember that outside that window is a lot brighter than what's inside. So the camera's exposing for what's outside and you just have a silhouette in front of the window. Simply turn around and face that window and step a meter or more away from it. And you'll have this beautiful filtered light come in that will make your skin and your eyes glow and look amazing. So you could turn your camera into portrait mode. It will be helpful if you do have someone to actually take the photo for you and talk to you and make you feel comfortable. But you can take a photo that way. And instead of just taking one or two, get them to take a few of you and just move around and laugh. Or another thing is you can actually get them to take a video of you and you can be talking and moving around. And then within the video, you can pause it on a frame that looks really good and you can screenshot that. So remember, these photos will be a low resolution, but they're totally fine to use for Instagram or a, um, a LinkedIn bio shot. Now, that's so helpful for people, I think. I know it's And I think as well, you're right, in terms of the cameras now, they are amazing in terms of the quality of photos they can take. But having invested myself in getting professional photos done, I'm so grateful um, for the work that you've done in that space. And I just think that has made such a difference, like getting a professional photograph done. So I think if people can afford to do it, it's absolutely worthwhile the investment to go down that path. Just going to ask you, um, because I'm curious as well, like how do you feel the photos I've done for you have helped your business? Oh, amazing, Prue. Like if you jump onto my The Right Remark website, so the photographs that you took of me featured so prominently on that website. And the main reason for that and the main reason for wanting to actually invest in getting personal branding photos done to start with was so much of my business, the right remark is me, is the essence of me. I'm a consultant. So when I work with my clients, it's one-on-one. No two clients are the same. And people are really, they choose the right remark because they're choosing to work directly with me. And that's not to say that there might not be times down the track where I don't have team members and I, and I do collaborate with creatives and things like that, but have in-house team members that I bring in for different jobs. But really being able to put forward the essence of myself as a consultant was really important. So those photographs really helped capture that. I think that combination, hopefully, of professionalism, but also a little bit of playfulness. In terms of just coming back for if we can to people who are taking photographs themselves or going to a photographer, if they're taking photographs themselves and they are camera shy, what tips do you have? Is there any sort of secret industry tricks in terms of being able to get comfortable or exercises that people can do to kind of just 
relax a little bit when the camera comes out? I think preparing yourself with a few simple things such as making sure you have a really good night's sleep, doing a meditation in the morning before your shoot and setting the intention so that you're really in the headspace and prepared for it. Also talking to yourself out loud in the car on the way to your shoot and just going, I'm doing my photo shoot today. I'm going to look amazing. I feel amazing. I love the photographer I'm working with and I'm going to be really excited to put my photos out there and just really verbalizing that and getting yourself excited for it. In regards to like learning poses and stuff is, I don't find is very beneficial because it's, you're not a model and you're not meant to do that. And if you are doing poses, you're going to be so nervous on the shoot going, oh, am I doing the pose right that I practice? Whereas it's the job of the photographer who is actually there with you to see what looks natural and what doesn't and to get you to move and feel comfortable in your position. So drop the duck face. Um, Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, totally. Yeah. And it's so funny because I have people and they're like, well, why don't I look like the photo I took of myself where I'm holding my camera at 45 degrees above my head and pulling a face? That's because you're, that's a look that you are giving yourself. But when the rest of the world sees you in a different way in your natural state, and that's what the photographer is working on capturing for you. Yeah, absolutely. And having that authenticity, I think is so important as well, right? Like we don't want to put a personal brand out into the world that doesn't really reflect who we are as people. Yeah, definitely. People can see straight through it. So you want it to be as real as possible. Another thing that will really help you in preparing is making sure that you have clothing that fits you really well and you feel comfortable and can move in. You totally took the words out of my mouth, Prue. I think this is such a crucial thing, both with whether it's videography or photography and something I see so often with clients when they're choosing the clothing for a photo shoot, especially as women, we love to think a lot about our wardrobe and things like that. What would be your tips there in terms of styling for a photo shoot? I'm keeping it simple. So wearing classic pieces without too much pattern, really nice flattering shapes. So for example, I've got quite large breasts, so I'm not going to wear a top that's like a high round neck top that's going to make me look a lot bigger than I actually am. And it's same with oversized shirts. So if I wear an oversized shirt, it's going to make me look a lot bigger. So even though I've got quite a curvy figure, it's better to wear a structured piece of clothing that almost it shows my shape and isn't too loose and flowing. And if you are to wear loose and flowing clothes, it's better to wear a finer fabric that actually still contours your body and drapes really nicely on you. So like a nice silk shirt. Yeah, that's such good advice. What about in terms of colors? I know you mentioned stripes and patterns. That's always a big no-no, isn't it? They tend to flare a little bit on camera. Are there any particular colors that you think work really, really well on camera or anything that you would suggest there? So I always recommend starting with a base. So having your white and your black and your neutral. So you cannot go past a nice white shirt and a great pair of jeans. And depending on your style, if it's a little bit more formal, you might want to put on a tailored jacket with that, or you might want to casual it up and roll up the sleeves and have a great pair of earrings. In regards to colors, having a look at 
what your branding is and adding in colors there and also understanding your skin tone and your hair color and what colors actually suit you best too. So there is the whole like summer, winter, autumn, spring color palettes, which you can have a look on Pinterest. I would look at a celebrity who has similar colorings as me and see what clothing they wear and what looks really good on them too. And the popper color thing I think can work so well also. I know when we did our shoot, I loved how I'm pretty sure you made that suggestion around bringing in a pop of red because my core brand colors is red, bringing in the red in terms of the red shoes and the red lipstick and those sorts of things. And I think that worked really well. Yeah. And it can be a really big part of people's brands. So if you think of the color red and who wears red, you think of Naomi Simpson and every single photo she's in, she has got red and that's her personal brand and her look. So you can create that look for yourself. Absolutely. Well, Prue, that is amazing. I think people are going to find today so um, helpful in terms of being able to really level up on their own personal brand. I guess in closing, I'd love to ask you what people could be doing right now in terms of their personal brand. Like a lot of people are stuck inside or maybe not able to get out like they normally would. Do you have any suggestions there on something that people can do to really start to prepare to level up their personal brand when we come out of this bit of isolation we're in at the moment? Well, right now is the perfect time to start the pre-production and planning process if you are at the stage that you would like to get some photos done and put out there. It usually takes a couple of weeks to put together your mood board and have a real think about what images you want and need and how they actually look. So right now is a good time to start a Pinterest board and have a look at other people that really inspire you and what kind of photos they have. And yeah, start the planning process so that when, if we're out of isolation already or when we are, you've got a plan in place and can get your shoot locked in and get your photos and be really confident in putting yourself out there. I think you're absolutely spot on in terms of that, Prune. And I would say to anyone listening today, having personally worked with Prue, if you're based in Melbourne or even interstate, because I know Prue, you do get up to Queensland quite a lot and Sydney and New Zealand and all around the country, really. If um, anyone is really looking to get some really beautiful, professional, personal branding photos done, I would definitely head over to pruaja.com and book in a consultation with Prue. I'll um, drop the links below this episode as well so you guys can check it out. Prue, thank you so much for coming on the show today. My pleasure. It was lovely being here and having a great chat with you. It's awesome. Thank you so much for sharing your wisdom with us. I know many people will find it extremely useful. Next episode, we are going to be talking about unlocking the calling to create. We're chatting to a lifelong friend of mine who discovered a hidden talent for art at the age of 34 years old. Within six months, this incredible woman had gone from working in a retail store to being booked out with art commissions for six months. Her story is absolutely remarkable and I just cannot wait to share it with you all. So in the meantime, before next week, if you haven't already, please make sure to jump onto iTunes and hit that subscribe button. I'd also love it if you could rate and review my podcast. Every little bit of support does help being a new podcast. Thank you everyone for your support and for tuning in. I'll talk to you next week.